0: Hello and welcome to the coolest kids. I am one of your hosts, Terrence Wiggins, joined by your other host, Brock Wilbur, and we're going to talk about Reggie and the Full Effect today. It's just a, just the two of us. We don't have a guest, so if you were expecting a guest, uh, I don't know what to tell you, but just uh, whenever we start talking, you start talking too and we'll pretend like you're a guest. Oh, that's a fun game. We're we're trying a (laughs) lot
1: of experimental stuff in this episode. I really like like what we're doing. This is is also one that, uh, this is a Terrence introduction to Brock episode, as so many are. Uh, And we decided to do two albums, which uh, I would like to do this a lot more in the future, because uh, usually, like, we do an album, and then Terrence gets to say, but then, like, ten years later, you won't believe what they become, and I can't hear it. And today we listen to both ends of the goddamn spectrum, and I have <laughs> so many questions, but I, I mean, clearly love it so much. There's
0: a there's another say <laughs> so there's another part of the spectrum that you missed, which is the album between these two, which is Last Stop Crappy Town, which is a actual serious album about his uh, going through therapy and divorce and all that stuff.
1: Jesus Christ. Okay, so a, a so what I've taken a, is that like I always knew that Reggie was a comedy band. Uh, and then I would hear songs and be like, "This song sounds serious." And there is space in my life for like uh, Jonathan Colton and almost mm-hmm. no one else in that in that like uh, like comedy, uh, but like I can break your heart at the same time. Like I just don't listen right. to anybody like that.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Um uh on the full effect is real is real real weird because like you said there's like serious songs but then there's like interspersed with uh he has different personas that he uses uh
1: i, I had a weird feeling that i maybe needed to have a cheat sheet uh, and and the clue came when you sent me a, a music video and it was like this is actually for a character with this name and i was like you know what i've this is like when cursive has that album I am gemini that actually uh-huh. it's all uh there's uh, uh, the the libretto inside the CD, which shows that every line is being sung by a different character. And I was like, okay, well, that's a good way to make sure people don't uh, illegally download your album because uh, they need this
0: fucking map to understand what you were doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, there's uh, there's fluctuation, who is a like a British new wave artist that makes like these like electronic sounding songs uh about love and having sex and stuff. There is the uh there is the German metal band, um a Finnish metal band, common denominator. Then on um one of the albums we listen to today, No Control Musicians, there is the rapper who oh, I can't remember his name, Floppy Disco. Um and then Reggie is a uh like, the first Reggie and the Full Effect album is called Greatest Hits 1984 to 1987 because I believe Reggie was a character at first because, like, the, uh, the first, the second album starts off, I don't want to say it's the second album, with Reggie getting shot by A.C. Um My God. <laughs> Hey, my, um, my
1: first question for you is, uh-huh. and, and and this is because there is a lot of different kinds of comedy happening here. When did you find this band? Because I need to know which 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 era of Terrence uh, really liked this. <laughs>
0: uh, it was it was when uh, songs not to get married to came out, so that was two thousand five. Um, my brother gave me the CD because mm. uh, he had saw he had saw him play, he had saw. Uh, uh, Reggie on the Full Effect. I think I warped tour or something like that, and it was immediately my shit. Um, but yeah. So t- today I listened in order first with the
1: No no Country for Old Musicians, uh, and I was like, this is a They Might Be Giants album, uh, <laughs> with occasional weird skits because somebody found a new effect in their uh, library of Pro Tools, uh, and, and then like one or two songs that I was like, okay, I, I, I really get that that's, that's like, a you know, this is one of the serious ones or something. Uh, I thought that this was the structure by which all Reggie albums would be, and then I went back to songs to not get married to, and I was like three songs in, and I was like, I don't fucking get it. Because <laughs> uh, these all sound so fucking serious, and that's when it clicked for me way too late, that each song is definitely... Like really sticking it to a different band or genre of bands, and when it clicked for me, I just started dying laughing because I, I think I think one that I was listening to was uh, that the the one that I, it was finally just written down uh, was the truth where truth is mm-hmm. spelled wrong, and it's just this new metal stuff. And I the first two just sounded like really straightforward emo songs. I was like this this fucks. This is a good this is a good right. rock song. And then when it got into stuff that I was like this is jokingly bad, but it still seems like it's trying and I can't tell. Uh, Right. And then by the time we hit like the Rammstein stuff and I was like, I think they're making fun of Rammstein, but also in 2005 Rammstein was already gone. So I don't know if we're mocking. Uh, And then uh, I, I just, uh, I was just completely floored by the song playing dead because that's every album that we listen to on this show and the, the rhyme scheme and the secondary singer and stuff. Uh, I, I listened to that song just 3 times in a row. I was like that song is is now like maybe in my top 10. That is a flawless song. And it, and the fact <laughs> that it is on this concept album that is so funny that I didn't fucking get it makes me so happy. Like I I I I I, I don't know if I'll ever listen to no country for old musicians again. It, it, I I get it and appreciate it and it's fine. This other one is just a next level thing, and it's so weird that they're ten years apart and they don't go in the order you expect. I expected like the stupid right. like Adult Swim Aquatine Hunger Force interlude stuff
0: to be uh, that, the old. You stuff. gotta listen to the you gotta listen to the old stuff too because like uh, in between I would say songs not to get married to is the perfect in between of all of his stuff. Uh huh because like greatest hits promotional copy and under the tray under the tray called under the tray because literally when you bought the CD it was under the tray instead of being in the in the thing Th-
1: this 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 CD definitely had a secret track right like this just <laughs> it, that just seems like they he had to <laughs> definitely like what the start <laughs> uh, <laughs> like one that uh, you had to reverse into <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. The, the, the part I do love on, on Country f- for Old Musicians is uh, it. There's, there's like three songs in a row, and it's A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to Ralph's, which is, it, it's the best song I've ever heard about North Hollywood. I, I was just like, I'm completely sold. This is exactly, definitely where he rented a place while he was writing this. And then there's a half sketch, half song about having breakfast between the two, <laughs> two characters that I don't understand no there's and not then, two
0: characters it's literally him and another guy like it's, it's not two characters. It, like it's James like because the other guy says James and he's like James DeWeese is crawling in through his friend's uh crawling in through his friend's window to have breakfast with him and then the next song
1: is a really cool uh post pop punk. Song about wizards that just keep throwing fruit and that's fucking it and i'm just, i I lost it a little <laughs> bit on that one I was like this is so funny yeah. I don't know what quantifies this as an album except that this all appeared on a cd together uh there's no do you
0: do you wanna you want know whose window he crawled into who Frank Iero the rhythm guitarist and backup vocalist for my chemical romance
1: all that reads all that tracks <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, uh, it was, it's such a fun experience to uh, hop into a bunch of inside jokes that I do not get. Uh, and then just be like, well, to what degree is this supposed to be that way? I totally get the joke of a wizard that just keeps throwing fruit. And that's the lyrical content of that song. And then there's some right. badass riffs and hammer-ons underneath it. I, that makes perfect sense to me. The breakfast sketch, I it exists. I don't, I sure that put, put it on your CD.
0: Uh, you should go back and listen to, is it on promotional copy? Uh, I believe it is. No, it's not. It's not a promotional copy. It is. Cause there's a song called food, uh, F O O D food. And it is, um, I want to, I want to say hungry bear, there's a there's a guy a guy that shows up in Reggie's stuff called Hungry Bear and I believe it's the uh, frontman for Autumn to Ashes from okay. Autumn to Ashes uh, I believe that's true but I can't I can't find any evidence of it I'm not really I, that's what I was told years ago and it sounds like him so I'm guess I think it's him um, but it's. It's uh, it's I can just I like, can hear you Wikipediaing stuff,
1: but it must be so hard to Google these jokes. Like, what? How do you?
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yes, like it's a. There's a lot of uh, like bands that are in this in Reggie and the Full Effect. Like Reggie and the Full Effect is a lot of different people. Like I'm gonna read this. Uh, it says Reggie's lineup for live performances changes frequently, but often contains members of the Get Up Kids, Coalesce, and the Esoteric. Um... Other members of the live show bands have included mu- musicians for the band's Hot Rod Circuit, the anniversary from um Omna Ashes, Ultimate Fake Book, uh, Shots Fired by Cupcore Romance and Slipknot.
1: This band must be so much fucking fun. Uh, to to be right. in, just to be like, I don't know, the the <laughs> I Slipknot has a summer off. I want to go do eight genres of music on stage, definitely opening for somebody else and and just be able to get fucking trashed and not have to try that hard. But everyone's still having a nice time.
0: <laughs> That's why I really like... Uh, like, when I messaged you earlier and I was like, hey, we should do Reggie on the Full Effect or uh, some other stuff. And I was like, well, I want to do No Country for Old Musicians, but I also want to do songs not to get married to because and you said to me i'm down for i'm down for that because i said we should do both of them you said i'm down for that that shows the range of what he is and i'm just like it explains stuff (laughs) (laughs) like because there's no there's like i i feel like james dewey's is very important to emo in a way that i don't know people don't talk about enough because his his like style of music and like he, he kind of parodies emo and like a bunch of different sure uh genres and it's because he actually like really likes that stuff it's and i feel like, seems like you so can't
1: and good natured but it also seems like especially in reading off the, the sort of people that are willing to go on tour with him uh like this is he feels like a focal point for a scene that like everyone can come together and agree like this is a good guy will do whatever he wants to do and everyone will always enjoy what that is and for the number of episodes that we've dedicated to uh whether this band wrote an entire album about being mad at this other band this feels like a real like fun rarity
0: (laughs) right uh like it's it's If it was just some guy from the outside, like if it was like some pop musician was just like, I'm going to make an emo band just to make fun of it. Like it wouldn't, it would be bad. I mean, I'm sure there's examples of that out there. You have to love
1: this music to parody it this well.
0: Right. It's like, why do you think Weird Al is still around doing stuff? Is because Weird Al actually likes pop music. Or it's just like, uh, why do you think Lonely Island like actually made it like they actually really like rap music like like they they've listened to it forever so you can't you can't make fun of something or you can't parody something without loving it because it's just gonna come off as really bad like or, bad or, jokes or
1: if you did that there would never be a crowd that would come out to see you because a no one wants the thing that they love to be shit on and b right. what band is going to invite you to come Open for them on tour, like, oh, you like, you really hate our style of music. Well, that's what the kids want to (laughs) see,
0: right? Uh, it's,
1: I I feel very, I feel very excited that you brought this into my life. I'm, I'm so excited to now listen to this other, like, sad therapy album, but also Mm -hmm. to definitely catch Uh, the next tour,
0: (laughs) right? Uh, he just had a new album come out, uh, called 41, it just came out like two weeks ago or something like that. Um, so he might be on. I think he's on tour right now. Actually. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. He is on tour right now. Um, tonight he is in Florida. Let's see the North Carolina, Maryland, New York, uh, Pennsylvania. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, he will be in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, I think that might be the closest to you.
1: That is that is me. March twenty second. I'm actively buying tickets. I am yeah. so excited. <laughs> with with senses fail, have mercy and household.
0: That should be a fun show.
1: I don't. And, and the best part is, I don't know where he falls in that lineup. And I'm am I I, I am indeed just getting tickets to a senses fail show. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I just learned about that. <laughs>
0: I, I didn't know that Census Fail was still together. You should look up the video. There's a few original and the Effect videos you should watch. Uh, I think the first one he did was Congratulations, Smack and Katie, uh, which is about a peanut butter and jelly uh, uh, getting together. <laughs> like a jar of peanut butter and jar of jelly. I, uh,
1: I feel like I just want you to give me a synopsis of each song in the full discography. Uh, and, and then throw in some that you just make up as you go along. The, uh, the song 37, which he just loves to do a song about his birthday each year. Uh, I that, that was the first song that really got me on that album. Because uh, when they get into the lines about how the monsters don't like Bruno Mars, uh, I, that was the first time that I kind of got the, okay, this is a very like, Flaming Lips Yoshimi sort of jokey thing where they're like, there's right. a cute thing here, but there's a darkness and there's a rock behind it. And I was like, "Right, that'll hit a sweet spot for me. And then it was just all over the fucking place. That, like The next song is the song that's just chicken noises. And I was like, I don't <laughs> know fine. where to go from here. God, I, I don't love, know what this I is. Love I love that song so much. And, and I knew you were going to say that. I listened <laughs> to the chicken song and I, I almost walked away on that one. I was like, you know what? I, I, I for sure know that Terrence is going to be like that song is very funny to me and I will have to once again admit that I don't totally get everything about Terrence and that's that's what keeps this spicy
0: Uh, when this album first came out um, I was hanging with my friend Jeb and we were listening to that and we were going to do a promotional video for our podcast uh, whatever we call it and it was just going to be us dancing with chickens to that song just like holding chickens and like kicking our legs out uh, we well, never did it uh but his I believe his girlfriend his family like owns a farm or something like that or knows people who own a farm, so maybe someday <laughs> uh, uh like uh this this whole I mean songs not to get married to was weirdly important because uh there are like ridiculous songs in there um but like when you get to what the hell is stipulation, like man, if that doesn't describe a certain relationship I had, um where he talks about uh just kind of like she says she doesn't want a boyfriend, but she's still kinda of hanging around with him all the time. And then so that it, was, like that was the
1: first song that I hit that I was like, I, I have to ask Terrence which specific band is this parodying? <laughs> Sorry, I cut I you be- off. You were saying, uh, you, yeah. No, I
0: was going to say it's a very specific relationship uh, that I remember that uh, was bad. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but this this album, I believe this album is actually about his divorce. Um, at least a lot of the songs yeah it said uh, during the writing and recording of this album went through a divorce with his wife and so there's like songs about anger and sadness and stuff like that and then you get to the end of the end of the CD where you start hitting uh, fluctuation songs and common denominator because uh, this beat is Death Notronic and then uh, you sign off with Playing Dead and, like, it's, like, it really shows his emo roots. Right. Um, and it's it's bizarre, in a way. And, like, I don't understand why Reggie and the Full Effect isn't more popular. Like, it seems like anyone who grew up on emo would just be all about it, but I don't know. I don't know.
1: There, there is sometimes a thing that happens here where, uh, like, I, what I like about this album is that it... it uh, it gives me everything that i want and i was i was really focused on the 2005 release element of it because it, like i like i mentioned like i was like this is too late to parody romstein uh but like uh some of the other like electro dance stuff got into what i remember at the time of like too many bands that had like the dancey stuff but then it has stuff that like also like that's when we started that's when we got like postal service so like that was when right. like the the musical elements of the time get in there and like uh, the, like the I I'm I'm blown away by the album uh, also from like a production standpoint because uh, that it's that same thing about you have to love it like you have to really know how to like fuck up the mid range on a guitar to get some of those tones that he gets on some of these songs to be specifically sounding like other things. And like the number of amps and things that he must've used to like, this is made from so much love of parodying this stuff. And right. But also we're also used to talking about a lot of bands on here where they're, uh, it's, it's the Finch problem, uh, the album that everyone likes from Finch every song sounds the exact same and the album that we like is the one where some of the songs are different and that's when their fans abandon them this is maybe uh, right. like the punk world i feel like has a hard time with uh, somebody that has more than one tone or like a like <laughs> this guy could this guy could go on tour with a drum machine and do almost all these songs or he can go on tour with members of Slipknot and other bands like right the, maybe there's an uncertainty there that you just don't know what you're going to get. And maybe that's something that stands in the way of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about uh, Ramstein being too late to parody. Uh, their first album um, came out in 98. It looks like uh, uh-huh. it came out in 99. And that's like the start of like all of, all of that weird Reggie and the full effects stuff. Isn't it like, uh, um, No Country for Old Musicians is very much a return to form for Reggie. Um, and uh, like, there's a track on the first one where it's just a slowed down, like somebody talking. I don't know who it is, but it's somebody going, "Fiona Apple can kiss my black ass," and then it goes to the next song. Right. Uh. <laughs> so, like, like it's it's this. It's a it's a pop punk speed metal, uh electronic nightmare, and I love every second of it. And I think everyone should listen to Reggie and the Full Effect.
1: I I, I was also surprised by how much speed metal there was there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's he actually does a cover of uh, Writing Blood on I think the second album. Um, which all of them are online. You can you can find them on Spotify and Google Music. Um, I, but. I, I
1: just out of pure curiosity, I did go to uh, Genius to look up "Fiona Apple can kiss my black ass," and it is indeed just the line "Fiona Apple can kiss my black ass," and no one has an annotation on it, which is which is very sad to me. I'm right. surprised no one at Genius tried to explain <laughs> the deeper meaning behind
0: this single one fiona fiona apple kiss my black there's uh there's one on uh is it is a promotional copy um but it's just like this guy draws up he's like hey Lionel richie get dancing get back to work (laughs) all right now (laughs) that's that's it that's the entire track uh yeah, it's I like I wish I could explain Reggie and the full effect, but like, it's I, it's I I'm kind of I'm kind of curious why like more bands didn't do or like there isn't more stuff like this, especially from this, people this, who this, sort of age age out of that sort of pop punk and emo era of the of the late two thousands. This this seems of a time where everyone was was
1: able to do something like this, and it's like um, I I too am now wondering why doesn't anybody have a funny CD anymore?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, I feel like it got to the point where irony was everywhere. Right. Like it wasn't, it wasn't uh, a thing anymore. (laughs) Like, uh, uh, like irony became so. I can't even think of the word. That that I'm looking for, but you couldn't make anything funny anymore because everything was funny. Like, there was no there was no sincerity to be had. Right. And like, while this is parody, like like I mentioned before, like Weird Al and like Lonely Island and even Jonathan Colton and uh, like you have to be sincere in what you're doing. And I guess that's when the the term hipster started coming back into into mainstream vernacular and so like anything that anything that nobody that everyone hated or liked it, i don't know i don't know how to explain what I, happened I, with I, that I, whole. i hear what
1: you're saying and i think that maybe the the thing that happened next was that we went from uh the jokey stuff to a phase of a lot of uh and it's it's what i saw in in a, I, I call it the adult swim thing like uh it's everyone went to just like weird for weird's sake. Right. Uh, which I've, I've had more than one person tell me that they hate Jonathan Colton for that right reason. I was like, nothing he does is weird. I don't know. I mean, some of, I guess some of his song a day stuff from a long time ago was weird in a sort of sleep deprived way, but like, I don't think it was ever weird for weird's sake. Right. Uh, and, and then like, then comedy just stops being that thing. And now the closest that we have to comedy is sometimes like, Girls singing like a sad acoustic cover song of like the Simpsons theme of something, uh, right? And, and maybe what corresponds with this, and and I don't know if maybe it just means that I'm further out of music than I used to be, but I feel like the last few years has seen a dearth of like side projects, even like mm-hmm. maybe people just stopped doing that. Like we stop having jokey stuff and we stop having side projects, and then who makes a Reggie in the full effect?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, I like, it's, I feel, like, hmm. I, I don't think, like you said, I don't think there could be, like, if Reggie and the Full Effect wasn't started 20 years ago, uh-huh. almost, there wouldn't be, like, a Reggie and the Full Effect couldn't come out now. No. Like, I could see it if this was, if like, 2005, like, when MySpace was a thing, I could definitely see it. Um, but... Music is so, I, like, I don't, the The only way I discover new music now, because I'd be damned if I'm ever going to listen to the radio, like, uh, I'll just put on, like, Google Music Radio, and, like, I like this band, show me other bands that are like it, and that's how you find music now, and it's it's almost, like, f- faceless, in a way, sure. like, like, you can't, <laughs> the, the music isn't, like, I kind of blame Pandora because like music stopped being like tied to bands and stuff like like I won't say the death of CDs but just like you can still buy albums on uh on iTunes whatever but you don't get that same sort of like, cause you just, you just kind of cycle through all this music. It's just like, there's a constant playing of music that you can just click a button. And it's just like, there's more music and it just keeps happening. And there's, there's no. Face to it. You you, get what I'm saying? You like,
1: made, made a really incredible point here, which is that like, uh, Reggie couldn't come out today. And the reason Reggie couldn't come out today is that there's not a delivery system for that. Uh, at least what, uh, like, the last sort of music delivery system I can think of that that would have done something like this is that period when OK Go was doing a bunch of crazy music videos and even though the songs uh, are entirely forgettable, here's a Rube Goldberg machine or something. uh, Right. And, like, it feels like in the era of, like, YouTube sketches and stuff like that, a band or two could come from that. But, like, Reggie is also something that, like, I don't need to see the music video to get the comedy of this, so it is something that, that like, the song could happen. But I would have to have, as we explore today, some fucking context for where these songs are coming from. Because I don't think I would have listened to anything off the 2005 album just for it being a good song had I have not cracked that they were, like... Absolutely dragging, brand new in a very luffing way in the song, and I was like, okay, like to to get this, and and also like there is something about Reggie and the Full Effect that I learned from today that it's like. I do need to listen to it straight through in an album because, like, the chicken song didn't make sense, but like, I get it now. Like, if right. that song just popped up on Spotify, I would delete Spotify.
0: Like, I'd be like, what? You'd be like, what in the? What happened? <laughs> like, so, did... so yeah, how would
1: you even come out with something like this? And 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 from what scene would something like that even emerge from? And it, and it even part of our conversation here also calls back to an interview I did with Alex Navarro from giant bomb two years ago where I was just like, why aren't there funny video games anymore? Uh, yeah. Cause like they're used to like, I grew up loving all the Sierra space quest sort of things. And, and then there's another decade beyond that of like really funny stuff. And like sort of around the time of psychonauts, big budget video games stopped being funny. And then like once a year, like there's something like Deadpool and you're like, fine this is right. a microwaved chimichanga of chimichanga jokes i mean
0: you bring up you break up deadpool and that like jokes in video games just became references to other things like uh did you ever play Saints Row 3 yes uh that's one of my favorite games of all time absolutely um that game is phenomenal and the last mission in Saints Row 3 you have to you are you are either going to rescue uh two of your teammates or you're going to do something else. I can't remember. Or, or I think you have to choose between who you're going to rescue. And it's either like, that or
1: you have to go up into like the, the sky ship that's going to blow up the city.
0: It's, it's something, it's yeah. something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. Cause it's been years since I finished it. But, um, the game, like the game is just playing, uh, you're just running across town or, dr- or driving across town and the game is playing. I need a hero. And like, it's a, ridiculous moment and it's like it's funny but it's not making a reference to something like it's just literally playing the song or when they're in the car singing uh exactly singing (laughs) like that's a humorous moment like like the game is team
1: bonding around a thing it's 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 a human moment it's something that a, a film would do it's something that a game can and should do
0: right um, and so now you bring you said Deadpool, and like everything is just another reference to another thing. Like that game, this game came out called uh, Crossing Souls uh, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and I watched some videos of it. And it's just like, hey, here's a bunch of 80s and 90s references. Uh, and or, is it the game uh,
1: Sticks that you review that's sort of a Lord of the Rings thing, just action packed with pop culture references that don't exist in that world
0: it's it's not even like a lord of the rings thing it's just a garbage nonsense fucking god i hate that game uh but yes it's like this these uh yeah it's like this generic sort of fantasy that had like it has sort of an interesting hook with the the orcs and goblins thing where like goblins all goblins come from sticks because he was like an orc that got cursed and there was this whole thing. And like the backstory is way more interesting than anything else that happens in the game because like the game just like points at stuff and it's just like Arnold Schwarzenegger line. And you're just like fucking like you couldn't, you couldn't write anything witty yourself. Like you had to reference something else. Like, here's a bunch of goblins get to the chopper right it's it's just stuff like that it's just like i can't believe you died just like in movie and (laughs) and and like comedy has become
1: that thing and it it sucks and is stupid uh and and my god if if you're listening and we're old and there's an incredible like comedy band we should know about right now right please reach out and let us know because that would be that would be great for me
0: I mean, you remember uh what was that what was that band? They had uh What Does the Fox Say? Right. Um But like that's I thought that song was funny when I first heard it. Uh then everyone was just like, Hey, what if we played this all the time? Um <laughs> But the, they had the, other the direction
1: of Lonely Island could have gone.
0: <laughs> right. They uh they had uh, other songs that I listened to, and their songs were actually like legitimately funny. Like they had one where they were trying to figure out what was what is Stonehenge, and like he gets so far where he's like, "What the fuck is a Stonehenge?" And he's like singing to his wife in the middle of the night, like waking her up because he's gone crazy trying to figure out what Stonehenge is. That's really uh, they, funny. Yeah, they have like they had like legitimately funny songs. It's just like w- what happens to these bands? Like there's legitimately funny bands like. Uh, uh, there was, um, Axis of, I think right. it
1: was Axis they, of Awesome. They did the, the, the medley of, of all the songs that use the exact same chord progression.
0: Right, they did that, and they did, um, they did, uh, what is, what is that? I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a bird, what is that? I'm not, I'm not a bird, I'm a plane. I'm only, what is that song? Fuck, hold on. I'm only a bird. What is that fucking song? They have a song called Bird Plane and it's a parody of I don't remember what the song is a parody of. I'm going to look it up because it's going to drive me crazy. Is it parodying uh, the I'm
1: only a bird? Yes, so that's song. Biting.
0: Okay, I couldn't remember who that song was, but he's like, I'm only a bird, I'm only a plane, I'm a bird plane, and that's, looking it up now, that came out 10 years ago, oh my uh, God. and it's just like, you can, what happened to funny things? Like, uh, I mean, there's still comedy, but...
1: We we will we will get destroyed if I don't say the words Flight of the Concords. now we can move right. on.
0: I just uh I just uh listened to some Fly of the Concords last week and man they're still just just fantastic. Like I <laughs> It's it like it, like thinking about it, it's really upset like I really love the Lonely Island. Like they uh I like both of their movies. Uh their albums are still really funny. Um because it goes back to that whole being sincere about the thing you love and like not shying away from, uh, (laughs) like they have this, uh, this track on their last album where they, um, it's like, it's this like early nineties rap song of, uh, of this guy. He's spelling out all of everything that he's saying. Uh, and, (laughs) It's... Let me see if I can... Uh, I need to find the lyrics for it because, uh... The song... like Because you, you can't really parse... He's wrapping the letters too fast for you to, like, parse what he's saying and then you get to the end of the la- the You get to the end of the song and uh, it's just one of the guys standing on a whiteboard and he goes, Ew, gross. But he, <laughs> oh he go- So it's just like, Wait, what is he saying? Uh, so... He goes, uh, he starts off, his. yo, it's a Lonely Island, we got my man Yorm, kids in the house, and me, you know who the F I am, and if not, let me spell it out. And he goes, they call me D-U-D-E, and he's rapping the songs, and he goes, dude that has sex with pigs for money, but only as a side thing right now. I'm just short on cash, and I have have irons in the fire, but in this economy, it'll, it'll have... And I'll have to do my name is Lenny and like it <laughs> ends on him saying Lenny and like uh, the video ends with Yorma like writing on the writing on the whiteboard. And he's like, oh, wait, that's gross. Uh, but it's and they, held, they also have a song with T-Pain called I Fucked My Aunt and uh it's like them all telling songs about how they had sex with their aunts and then like it gets to t-pain's lyrics at the end and he's just like uh he's like i had i had sex with my aunt too but you don't see me writing songs about it and then like uh (laughs) he says he says uh he was like uh he was like is it he was like what is sex really he was like is it just penetration because like or do you have to finish because i finished and then he goes, Damn, I fucked my aunt. Uh but like I don't I just miss <laughs> I just miss funny songs. I mean I mean they're still around, but like people or miss comedy, I guess I should say.
1: Yeah, me too,
0: uh, man. Because, <laughs> like Netflix has has their has their whole thing, like they, they do new stand up specials and all that. But I don't care. (laughs) Like, I, I just like, I I feel like every time I look at somebody's uh, comedy special, like a poster advertisement or CD cover or whatever, it's just them standing with like their hands thrown up and the title is just like, my mom did a thing. And you're just like, God, like, shut up. Like, I can already tell your all your jokes are just going to be... So I was talking to my wife, and she said, you need to clean out the fridge. And I was like, I'll clean it out, and then I ate all the food. Let's go
1: to Red Lobster.
0: Let's go to Red Lobster.
1: It, 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 <sighs> it also helps that Netflix is releasing uh, three comedy specials a day, every day for the next ten years.
0: Yeah. And it's... Like every time I look, I'm just like, "There's a new one already." <laughs> I don't, like I, like I wanna, I wanna find new comedy, but then like you just find it, and it, I kind of all sounds the same.
1: I, I, I had a, I had a period, but uh, I was prepping for my last album where I was like, I haven't watched like a Netflix comedy special in years because I don't want to accidentally rip something off. Maybe I'll plow through some stuff, uh, and I plowed through like eleven specials in like a day and most of them were like comedians that like i used to love uh and uh every 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 special hit on the exact same things and even though mm-hmm. it was like 2016 it was still like and there is this app called uh, like tinder oh my god right uh and like even people that have been married for years and definitely have never used tinder and definitely had those bits Uh, And then I settled on a comedian that my wife uh, does not like because uh, he's wildly offensive. Uh, And after 11 of the same specials, I found him so fucking funny just because I wasn't hearing Tinder bits again. (laughs) Well, this is a dangerous road to go down where I'm just going to like fall in love with the shittiest comedians as people, because at least they're saying something different. I was like, okay, time to time to take it back. Let's let's watch another guy who has a, you know, a whole hour about like I moved from the Midwest to
0: New York, right? <laughs> Things here yeah. are different, right? Um, like I I still I still like Patton Oswalt. Like Patton Oswalt's still one of my favorite comedians. Him and Maria Bamford's both. Their last specials were like. F- phenomenal and it, it's it's it really shows I mean going back to Regging the Full Effect like building a building on your comedy over the years mm-hmm. and like but still maintaining who you are like is a thing while not going stale like I've never really cared for David Cross but like every time I hear a David Cross joke I'm just like that sure is David Cross alright. <laughs>
1: So yeah, there there is something to be said for having like uh, at least a, uh, at least having an angle, and for sure Reggie in the full effect has that angle, uh, and and I've I learned today that whether it comes from uh, high concept comedy or the the lowest of just <laughs> sketch robot noises, uh, hey that is
0: that is Frank meets Robo-fancy. I and then Robofonte says like a bunch of. I know he it. says a bunch of slurs that you can't really make out, but like you hear them and they're not really slurs, and everyone's just like, hey, it's good, <laughs> it's it's really good. I hope James Louise is out there and he, he knows that I love him. <laughs> Uh, so so to wrap it all up yeah would you would you tell people to go and listen to reggie in the full effect
1: absolutely i i think that uh i think that the first album uh the 2005 album uh songs not to get married to uh slays and then it like slowly becomes funny uh it, it it's it's a very uh lobster in the pot as it starts to boil because it took me a couple of tracks to realize what was happening and then the back half of the album is all like very funny dance stuff and more obvious parody uh until it it, it circles back to some, some more serious stuff to close this out. And I was like, this is, this is an album and it has a very direct journey and I really like it.
0: <laughs> right. Uh, I tweeted earlier about like my mental illness sounds like Reggie in the full effect because it's just like, uh, like really serious stuff, but like through the filter of someone <laughs> making chicken noises, basically, <laughs> uh, or like making dumb robot voices, or having a rap persona that talks about that <laughs> won't shut up about uh, WrestleMania from 1992. Uh, yeah, I don't like Reggie and the Full Effect is something special, and uh, I think everyone should listen to it. And you should go back and listen to all those other albums because they're they're something weird and something special. <laughs> and it's like it's like the the original Reggie and the Full Effect stuff is just like James Dewey's leading up. <laughs> Uh, the get up kids doing weird stuff um <laughs> and like there's there you'll hear uh you'll hear like people talking like when you in in songs not to get married to there's there's some lady telling a story about the best smelling I was, I want to say it was a prostitute because I, I it was like from my hBO special I want to say saying that she was the best smelling prostitute but they're they're cutting out prostitute with reggie and like it's from the i want to say it's the first album they have this where it's a guy going reggie and the full effect and fucking full effect (laughs) and like it it, they just recorded some guy who was outside a get up kid show who was like drunk off his ass or something like that uh yeah i don't know please listen to reggie the full effect listen to his new album and then, a, and then come tell me all the stories about what it all this <laughs> means. <laughs> if you look at the new album it's called 41 and it looks like an Adele album cover except for it's, it's old James Dewees. Uh it's really good. And the cover of No Controversy Musicians is a is a child dressed up like uh Mr. T. <laughs> anyway, Brock, what are, you, what are you... Who are you? What do you do online?
1: Hi, I'm Brock Wilber. You can find me at Brock Wilbur on, on all the social media stuff. Uh, I'm I'm just a professional friend of Terrence. Uh, I also have a podcast called Missouri Loves Company. Give that a listen. Terrence, where can people find you online?
0: At The Black Nerd, where I do stuff, make shirts, and jokes. I have a dog. <laughs> oh, man. Uh... Yeah, I've got nothing else. You got anything else? I think we're good. Nothing else. Nothing else. Well, as always, we are the coolest kids, and you you take, we take. All of us can take a thing and get out
1: of here. Please rate, review, and share. Thank you guys for listening.
0: Bye.